Welcome to the Bippity Boss Podcast. My name is Alexis Boyette, and I am a character entertainment specialist, business expert, and six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping you achieve financial independence in the industry of magic. If you are looking to massively up-level your business, your life, your finances, your productivity, and your success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything your heart desires. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and the teachings that you need to create the business and lifestyle of your dreams. I know you will get so much value from these interviews, so thank you for pushing play today, and now let's begin. Hello, beautiful queens, and welcome back to the Bibbity Boss Podcast. I am so freaking excited for the usual, but extra excited today because I have Pembe, the African princess with us all the way from the UK. She is incredible, beautiful, remarkable, and so unique. Hello, Pembe. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Alexis. Nice to meet you finally. <laughs> yeah, and for all of our listeners that can't see how amazing Pembe looks, like, this queen is dressed to the nines. Like she's literally the prettiest princess I've ever seen. You're so welcome. Sweet of you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and just dive in. So you're from the UK. Mm -hmm. So when did this journey of creating Pembe the African princess begin? Oh my goodness. So basically before it actually became a reality, uh, the idea came to me in 2018. Um, so I saw a group of girls in America, actually, they were visiting children in hospitals. And uh, I was like, oh my God, I would love to do something like that. You know, just, you know, go and put smiles on children's faces. But they were wearing, you know, the Disney, the, you know, the main Disney characters. and. I know we only have one princess and the princess has only been a frog throughout the whole movie. So I, I didn't really like that much though. She's my favorite princess, Tiana, obviously. So I was like, um, why don't I create my own character? And yeah, that's how the idea started. So I, I started talking to my parents and they were like, oh my God, you should do that. And my friends were like, yeah, you should go for it. But for some reason I held back a bit, but I'm glad I did because I think for this job as well, you need to have a license. And at that time, I didn't have a license at all. And then um, years passed, COVID happened. But then just at the end of 20, well, the, yeah, near the end of 2021, the idea came back and I was like, should I just, just, let me just go for it. So I spoke to my friend and she's like, yeah, I can help you with like the business part, like to set up the business and everything. And so on the 18th of October, I remember it very well. I had my first um, party at a nursery and it was just incredible. I was like over the moon because the children, the reaction I had from the children was that, oh my God, there's a princess and they've never seen me before so it's not like they can say oh it's not a real princess or anything um they actually believe me and because there were black girls black little girls um at the at the nursery as well they're like oh my god you look just like me and I was like oh my god like that just when she said that I just like nah I I really think I should just go for it like all the way in and yeah, so since 2021 in October, I've started this um, journey of Pembe the African Princess. So yeah. 
Wow, that is a beautiful story, Pembe. Like, Thank you oh, so much. Oh my gosh, the story. I mean, I think, and there's so many little things that I want to touch on that you mentioned that I think that are such important points. Because for me, as an American white girl, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. even though I never felt excluded or like not represented by the Disney princesses, I always like, um felt more called to um be more in alignment with like jasmine and pocahontas like those were always like my queens like those were the girls that i just loved more so than like cinderella and elsa and like these other characters um but because i was never i never felt like i wasn't represented i i never had that um feeling like i wasn't a princess or that i couldn't portray a princess oh dear i've been there and not even to cut you off but growing up i always loved cinderella and i remember one in i used to live in holland by the way and um we had like a i think a dress up event or something like that and people like girls were dressing up as their princesses and i wanted to dress up so i dressed up as cinderella and unfortunately i got the backlash of saying oh my god you don't look like cinderella because she's not white she's not black she's white and you're black and i tell you like i will never forget that and it just hurt me to the core because i mean if i can't be any of them then obviously i can't be a princess because at that time there was no princess tiana anyway so yeah so i, rem I remember those days very very well and i thought if now today i'm thinking to myself like if i had a princess that looked like me back then i would be over the moon like i would have her posters her t-shirts her clothes everything you know but yeah it was it was a difficult period but wow and how old were you when that happened um i think it was about seven or eight wow so like right in the primary years like right in the early de de developmental years exactly, exactly. yeah See, and this is, i love to like hear other perspectives and talk about this more because like growing up i always looked up to mary kate and ashley or lizzie mcguire mm -hmm. which are white girls you know what i mean and there was never any like thriving women of color that were around my age bracket that were displayed in the media or um you know in the cartoons Absolutely. so do you feel like not having that representation as a child and as like a young youth of seeing like powerful young women of color, do you think that that maybe like deterred you from maybe accomplishing your goals or your dreams or maybe chasing after things that you would have liked to chase after? Absolutely, because if you don't have, as a, as a child, if you don't have someone that you can relate to growing up, you, you basically believe that you're not worthy of anything because there's no one that you can look up to and say, oh my God, like, I want to be like uh, Jennifer Lopez, for example. I'm just going to give an example. And, you know, it's just, it's sad. It's really sad because it it's basically telling you that you can't achieve anything. It doesn't matter what, what talents you have. You're not going to get anywhere with those talents. But then you look at your your friend who's maybe white and you know she has the princesses she has the actors the singers you know she has all those these people that she can look up to and say you know there's hope for her whereas with with us it's like there's no hope but thank god like 
today you can see like the development of you know um the black lives the black lives movement and people actually finally standing up for um what they believe in and what we as uh as a people need to have for our next generation as well so me doing this i'm not just doing this to look glamorous or to I know, maybe get money even though it's it's a it's fun to do but my main reason to do this is that wherever i go whether your child is black whether your child is white whether your child is, is yellow red green blue mm -hmm. i want every child to recognize that it doesn't matter what color you are like it doesn't matter who you are you you can be who you want to be you can achieve your dreams you can make it happen so and especially for the little black girls and boys um that remind me of myself i want to make sure that when i do get to meet them up close i tell them that like i literally tell them that you can be great that you can be a princess too and oh i would love to come and meet you like you can i will invite you to come to my palace and every time i say those things like you, you just see their face light up like oh my god and it's like oh you are you really a princess from africa i'm, I'm i don't want to go up rambling too long but there was one moment where i went to trafalgar square i don't know if you've been there before trafalgar squares is in london um you should definitely go there it's a very great place for tourists as well and there were a group of children um who were coming from a school trip and amongst those children there were two black girls who were there and i think they were about 10 or 11 and when they saw me they were like oh my god who are you and it's like oh i'm, I'm pen the african princess it's like oh my god are you a real princess i'm like yeah this came from africa and i wanted to come and travel to london and when i tell you that they didn't think of saying no no it's fake the fact that they've never seen a, an african princess before they can't really say oh no that's that's fake she's not really well no, she's not real or anything they believed me so for me at the same time it's like oh my god they actually believed me and they're like 10 11 you know it's not little kids that you you know you, you can tell them or something and they believe you these are like teenagers so they're like oh my god you look really beautiful unfortunately i couldn't take any pictures with them because of the teacher and you know restrictions with children and stuff but yeah it's just that moment i'm sure they will never forget that moment so yeah it was an amazing to think wow. that uh, make me makes me want to do what i'm doing today yeah wow like and i just feel like based off of what you've told me through your experience of creating this character for yourself basically creating this representation of yourself in princess form um i feel like this is something that your intuition has just been like calling you to do absolutely absolutely what you just said is because is, i had this idea in 2018 and it basically just happened in 2021 so it's been sitting inside of me wanting to come out but i just didn't know where to start or how to do it but in the end i guess when you you have a calling for something no matter the obstacles or the matter the fear that you have or the doubts because it's it's a calling it, it will happen it will come out and you will do it regardless of your fears so yeah it, it's definitely that <laughs> definitely oh, yeah. And so, and speaking of like fears and doubts, did you have any when you were creating Pembe? I definitely did. I definitely did because um, sometimes you you have an idea and you 
you start to think of what what, what other people are going to think of what I'm doing you know maybe people are not going to really like what they what I'm doing you know and especially as well as being black it's like am I even going to achieve something or am I just going to be pushed back in the background and they will pretend that I don't even exist so it's it's been it's been quite difficult um and as well unfortunately um I've had I, I went to parties where I would ask for pictures you know because obviously I'm just starting and I need it's good to have you know word of mouth from other people not just yourself because then people are just going to think oh she's just bragging about herself but if you have you know uh, reviews or you have people you know posting about what about you when you had an when they had a birthday and you got invited um just having some footage and you know archive so people can actually see you in action so i would go to a few parties and they were like oh don't worry we'll send you pictures and it's all good and then a week later you you'll be calling oh um just a reminder would you mind sending the pictures over like yeah, yeah we'll send the pictures over and some people they just don't send the pictures they yeah i don't know why but yeah it's a bit unfortunate it's kind of like that, does that make you like wonder like why aren't they sending the photos absolutely absolutely yeah i don't want to say too much <laughs> about that but i guess people watching will probably can maybe put their own input in what may may be the reason behind it but it's like i'll call them maybe two three times not you know every day but after a little while just to remind them but yeah you just don't really get a response back unfortunately yeah, so it's that it's really it can be difficult sometimes yeah and it can plant those little seeds of like self-doubt of just being like the spiral of being like why didn't they send me pictures did i do something wrong did they not like the way that i looked like yeah. so Wow. And because you've created this custom character, because not only have you created this princess, but you're also, you know, creating impact and change and a movement in essence, your own movement, like coming into this industry with your own energy, which is yeah. phenomenal. Like I can't even, I can't even commend you enough because, you know, as you know, the princess party industry is predominantly white, right? And like, we can all acknowledge and see that, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> even the women of color that, and I never even thought about this, even the women of color that portray, let's say that they do all of the Disney princesses, which I've seen like some incredible, like incredible women of color doing like Rapunzel with dreadlocks and like all of these incredible adaptations of the princesses. But I'm sure that just like you mentioned, the kids, some of the children, especially depending on like their upbringing and the way that they view the world, they might look at that princess and be like, oh, you're not the real princess because of the cartoon. Exactly, exactly. And th those are definitely one of the reasons as well where I was thinking, it's it's great like it's great that you know we we get to dress up as cinderella we get to dress up as rapunzel uh moana and and so forth but then you still have those children where they're like but mommy i asked for rapunzel and she doesn't really look like rapunzel because rapunzel is not black you know it's i'm sure that um the performers who have encountered those situations can probably come and explain themselves how that makes them feel and it's it's really unfortunate 
I mean, we can't really put the blame on Disney to say, well, Disney should do better. They should actually, because it's an international theme park. It's an international company and children rely on seeing, you know, what they want to see in there. But if, when they don't see themselves, it becomes an issue. But then again, if they all don't want to do anything about it, and I love Disney. I'm not even going to say I don't love I love Disney. I love Disneyland. I like being in a fairy tale, you know, field, um, field where it's just nice and, yeah. But then I said to myself, I'm going to create this character. And because I'm I'm the creator of the character, I can do whatever I want to this character. I can dress up whatever that you know i can dress up as i want i can you know talk as i want i can basically create this whole um african princess idea and make it my own and no one will be able to say oh but well, she doesn't look like this she doesn't dress like this she doesn't talk like this because i've created my own um and so i i just hope that this idea that i've brought out will inspire other people to kind of do the same thing because when you create something your when something that's your own you'll just be the best version of that that character and there's no one who's going to tell you that oh you did something wrong there you did something wrong then they can't because it's original it's basically original so it's nice to to still be able to um dress up as all the other princesses but if you can create something that's your own I think that's what we really need, especially in our, our um, black community, to create something that's original to ourselves. So that at the same time, it's it's, it's not there's nothing wrong with collaborating. I mean, I'd love to, you know, attend a Disney princess party, and you know, I'd be the guest or whatever. So there's nothing wrong with that. But if we can do something and create our own, it will be even better. So yeah. I completely agree with you because not only, I mean, are we encouraging these children to think outside of the box and see all women as princesses, all women as queens, but also we're inspiring them to create their own characters, create their own princesses into their power. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I just did a class um, last week in the academy for creating princess parties for boys because I was like, you know what? And it was also another another issue that doesn't get talked about enough is the fact mm -hmm. that little boys, um, you know, when little girls like rough house and climb trees and get dirty, they're called tomboys, right? But exactly. when little boys dress up like princesses and they like like makeup and nail polish, like there is no acceptable term for that. Mm, that is very true. You know what I mean? Mm. And so I feel like there's so much pressure, not only on like the different cultures and different people of different backgrounds and different sexes in the world, just put on everyone by society. Like you need to do this, you need to behave this way, you can do this, you can't do this. Mm. And it's like, I feel like by you creating this custom character, you're breaking that mold and you're saying, no, like I'm choosing my own path and I'm making my own path and being a light. And that is, in essence, what a princess does. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I mean, again, like when I started this, I did not because it's I've never seen it anywhere else. I was just thinking, oh my god, like maybe the reason why no one else is doing it is because it's not going to be successful. They've tried and it just didn't work. Because apart from this dressing up, there's so much 
background work that you need to do and you need to do the marketing side uh, you need to um make sure that when you, you you actually do an event you qualify as you know being a performer i've never done acting before like i've never and even saying that i i'm such a shy person i i hate when i have to do pre a presentation or anything and people are watching me because i just tend to instead of focusing on what what i came to do i start focusing about what people may think of me when they first see me so yeah i get really overwhelmed and so thinking about all these things i was like oh my god like will i be, even be able to do this <laughs> because it's it's really hard like you want to make it believable it's like when you go to disneyland and you're expecting to see i don't know princess Belle. like you expect her to like being or you know in character have her book you know look really nice and talk the way she talks and you know just be um, brave as well like you don't want someone that's really shy and she's not really saying anything so I had to really train myself and watch loads and loads of videos on YouTube of other princesses and what they do and the tips they give and it's like okay I can take that I can take that I can take that okay I need to practice on this I need to practice on that so yeah it it was literally from scratch from developing the character to talking and portraying being of, of royalty basically like what is royalty how, how do i talk to the children how would i talk to the parents how will i leave an impression you know all those things and i'm still learning because it's still fairly new i'm still learning and every time i do do an event i make sure i take notes in the end like oh i could have done this better i could have done this better and that's basically how i am involving basically yeah wow i mean that's just so impressive because i mean it's it's so easy to like i mean i don't want to say it's so easy but it's much easier to see cinderella and be like okay i watched the movie i've done some character study i have a good understanding of who she is put yeah. on the costume put on the wig let's go right um, whereas when you're creating your own character, you ha do have to come out with that own, like your backstory, your storyline, your mission, your ethics, like what your goals are, like your character traits. It's like you really have to create this character and then embody it consistently. So mm -hmm. that being said, all right, so officially, I think you're in your second or first year of business, like officially? Yeah, first year. <laughs> First year, okay. So first yeah. of all, I'm gonna give you complete access to the academy for free. So that way you can Thank gain you. all the resources. Yes, Queen. I wanna support you, you so much as much as possible. Like 100%, you're incredible. And I thank having you. you in the community is, would be an honor. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. And, <laughs> and yes, of course. And please feel free to like leave feedback and leave comments and um, bring your own energy to this community as well. Because I feel like, this is something that all women of color, you know, all women period need to understand and know. And I, and I'm going to be the first one to say, because I never experienced any sort of judgment, like as far as like being outcasted or being told I couldn't accomplish something because of the way that I looked. I mean, other than being a woman, obviously, because we all have that. Mm. Um, because I never experienced that when I first got into this industry, and I would see, you know, women that were predominantly white portraying, 
you know, Jasmine and these other characters. And I, I, at first I was like, oh, you know, like maybe they just couldn't find anyone to fulfill the characters and maybe that's why they're doing it. I never really, well, first of all, I never took offense to it, obviously, because I'm white. And also I never really saw a problem with it, to be honest. Like part of me did and part of me didn't. But now that I've spoken to you and I've heard about your experience growing up as a little girl, not feeling like you had any representation, I can absolutely see how that would be not only a sensitive subject, but also something that needs to be, you know, taken more seriously because you're exactly right. You know, like women of color, Asian women, black women, um, Mexican, Puerto Rican, all the women, Brazilian, they all need to be able to see these characters and see representations of themselves in the media as being strong, powerful women. And if white women are the ones that are portraying all the characters, then it kind of ruins that entire point, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's basically that, it's basically that. Because like I said, it's like you, you're growing up and all you see is um, nothing that looks like you. So you're asking yourself, like I used to ask myself like, why why was I born black like why couldn't I have been born white and saying that now it's like I could if a, if a child said that to me right now I would just cry my eyes out like that is you're basically saying you don't like the way you look you, you really don't like the way you look so you're waking up every day you don't want to look in the mirror because what you see in the mirror is not what is being loved in the world and the fact that until this day we still have like i saw this video i think it was on facebook of a girl she i think someone her mom was doing her hair and she looked in the mirror i don't know where she looked into but she said i am ugly and i'm just so happy that the the lady who was doing her hair said you should not say that you're not ugly you are beautiful and the fact that she she her words were very heavy like saying you're beautiful you're worthy you're you know making sure that she erased what she just said um the, the little girl started crying and that should just tell you that we there's so much more that we need to do that is so much more that, i'm not saying that we shouldn't see any more um white you know princess or, or anything no we should see all of us like all of us should be there like all of us should be on the on the you know on the pedestal yeah we, we should every child should be able to say oh i look like her and the other one be like oh i look like her i look like her like everyone needs to be represented if you're going to do something make sure you include everyone include everyone then there won't be no issues but if you're not including everyone that's where the issue lays so for me being a little girl i was like oh my god why was i why am i born black why am i this dark you know and it's as a child you you don't really realize um the impact that it may have on you when you start grow when you actually grow up and growing up i did experience like uh, having some sort of a complexity like again like for other girls who were lighter than me like oh i wish i was her i wish i was her anyone but myself and it really messes you up unfortunately but again i'm glad i have parents and friends who made sure that i didn't feel what I was thinking, that my, especially my dad who would always tell me that like, you're beautiful, look at you, like you're a princess, you're this, and 
it's necessary to have people and someone especially around you that will always make you feel good about yourself and so if we can do this on a um business level i'd say business level um it's even more but it's even greater because then you have an impact not just on one person but on multiple people multiple children who are looking at you i had a birthday last week and it was just amazing there were white girls or black girls or asian girls and i didn't have an issue of them saying oh like you know she's not pretty i had the opposite like oh my god you're so beautiful is this real gold like why are you wearing these beautiful gloves oh my god can i touch it you look so amazing and then at the end of the party this little four-year-old just like she told her dad can you please tell the princess that she looks gorgeous but as i'm going into my car her dad was like oh she said that you look gorgeous and i looked at him this way and she's like oh my god the princess waited at me so it's those little things like it may look little to me but they have such a huge impact on the children that i come across so yeah it's it's important to represent it's important to represent whoever you are it's important to represent Yes. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that no one should be boxed in either, right? Like I've had Asian performers play Snow White, you know, I've had, I feel like nobody should be boxed in, but I also mm -hmm. feel like there should be proper representation. And you're right, it shouldn't just be a white girl portraying all the princesses because that's not proper representation. That's there needs true. to be all colors of the rainbow portraying Absolutely. and creating their own characters, like you mentioned. Now, Pembe, you have sparked my interest, Queen. You have, <laughs> you have inspired me and sparked my interest. So um, how would you feel? This is just something that like came to me. Mm -hmm. How would you feel about coming on the platform as an expert and inspiring other women of color to create their own characters and teaching them, maybe becoming like one of the experts in the academy and doing coaching calls where you can inspire and teach these other women of color how to create their own oh, customers. That sounds amazing. Yeah. No one has ever asked me that, but that sounds amazing. Absolutely. Girl, if anybody, <laughs> if anyone is going to be a bright ray of light and be an expert and a specialist in this area, it's you. Thank you. That's so amazing. Thank you so much. I, I did not expect that, but thank you. Everything you said, it was like, you look, you're gold, you're shimmering, you're shining, you're glittery. And like every word you say is just like so uplifting and inspirational. I literally could not be an expert or an a, a industry leader in this community and not extend like, let me help make your voice louder. Let me help you help other women of color because it is something that I feel really strongly about. I think that there needs to be so much more unity and community and love and peace yeah, and understanding yeah. in this industry, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm sure you've experienced it as well. Like there, there's a lot of toxicity in the Princess Party community. Yeah, there is. There really is. Yeah, and there doesn't need to be, you know? And especially because you know, I think that shying away from just portraying Disney characters and trying to portray a cartoon, a, a made up cartoon that's been drawn and not created physically. Yeah, I mean, oh, sorry to go on, go on. No, no, please, please, please go, yeah. Because, because I, I went to um, Comic-Con um, and over there, I've never, it was my first time going 
and I, I saw the advert on, I think, in in the metro, like on the underground. And I was like, oh, okay, let me see if I can go there. At least I get to dress up and not look crazy because I'm dressed up. <laughs> I did not expect this, I mean, in the slightest, how amazing the atmosphere was going to be. So I went there, I think it's the 27th and 28th of June. And it was in Exo London. It was my first time as well going to Exo London. I did not know it was going to be this huge. I did not know there was going to be so many people and people in character. So when I got there, it was just like, wow, this is a complete different world. Like, why have I never, you know, come here before? <laughs> Even if I wasn't in the character. I mean, I would definitely advise people to go to Comic Con. It's an amazing place. You will be inspired if you had a bad day your day will be so much better when you go there because the atmosphere is incredible and it's contagious absolutely contagious so when people saw me in uh, in the costume they're like i've never seen you before like what are you dressed as it's like oh pember the african princess like oh i created the character myself like oh my god that is so amazing and i mean we live in a world that's always evolving why are we not creating our own it doesn't say anywhere that you're not allowed to be original like people want to see some something that's original so when I got there people just swarming up to me taking pictures and oh can I take a picture can I take a video can I talk to you can I this is so amazing so it's like I need to go every year now every year I'm gonna make it my thing to go to comic-con at least once a year so yeah it's very important to if you if you have this gift make it your own like make it your own everything that we've seen already should just inspire you to create something that's original to you and i think that way everyone will be represented regardless of the barriers regardless of if a company is not portraying anything that looks like you then why not start your own thing i mean we need we need to see it <laughs> people want to see it so yeah, and I when I went to um, Comic-Con, people literally told me, we need to see more of this. So again, it uplifted me, it inspired me, and it made me want to do more. So yeah, it's very important. Yes, very important. instead of focusing on what other businesses or other companies or other people are doing wrong and nitpicking them, we should just be the change. Simple as that. You know, be the change. You know, just step into the power and like women like you that truly chase their passions, love what they do, are beautifully well-spoken, beautiful princesses that truly embody every single ethic a queen, a princess has and really does her best to follow her passion and really deliver that magic into the world. We need more of that. Absolutely. I fully agree. And we need more people like you as well who look at it and say, actually, we we can do something together and make a change because we can't do this on our own i mean i i can have an idea but i i'll probably need support but where am i going to get the support if you know i don't have people that are like-minded as myself so for you even doing this is incredible absolutely incredible thank you queen like it's it's been such an adaptation and a journey and it's kind of like i've discovered that working with other women like you and and like Shirley and Puerto Rico and all these beautiful women from all different walks of life it's kind of like we go so much farther when we go together and we can all create this 
beautiful platform that encourages all women that love magic mm -hmm. to not only create their own custom characters, but to teach the generations of the future that they're not alone and they don't have to be outcasted or go along with what society says is normal. They can yeah, truly sure. create their own magic and be their mm -hmm. own people. And you can be financially independent because us as women, you know, the more money that women have, the more power we have to create change. So, you know, it's not only important that we're delivering these ethics and values, but also that we're stepping into our own power as women and saying, I get to make six figures. I get to be financially independent and financially free because, you know, we deserve more women need to have more power in this world. And there needs to be all women, you know, not just one color, not just one country of women. All of us need to support one another because we, I mean, I can, I can only speak for, you know, what I've experienced in this lifetime. And I would just say, like, we've been suppressed for so long. You we know? have been. We really have been. And it's, it's a shame. Like, we women, we go through so much so so much whether it's physical whether it's mental whether it's spiritual like we fight so many <laughs> so many wars within ourselves in this world because we are a woman just just for the fact of being a woman it's already a problem so i really i really believe that we should like you said work together like together we are so much stronger together our voices are being heard together we can make amazing changes and yeah i think if we keep that mindset of togetherness and knowing that she's not a threat to me she's she's my sister like we can do something together and be great everyone can win like if we remove the mentality of competition and because unfortunately as we women we know we <laughs> we like to feel like we're in competition with someone somehow um but if we remove that mindset and just say listen we're all unique to ourselves everyone can win everyone can make a change you know we can all get the bag if we want to if we have that mindset we will go places absolutely we will definitely go places and yeah and so hopefully in the next couple of years things will look different for the, the generation behind us. I agree completely. And I just feel like a huge part of our societal programming, like since the dawn of time, and it's funny because you can still see it happening is women have been, you know, predominantly like pinned against one another, like, you know, trying to fight for a guy or trying to fight for, you know what I mean? Like pinned against one another. And it's always like competition. It's always like cattiness. And it's never about like mutual upliftment and support. And it's just exactly. been so much pressure. I mean, we even experience it as little girls. You know what I mean? Like dress codes at school. We don't want to, you know, be inappropriate for the boys. You know what I mean? And it's like, we get judged at such a young age and then we get boxed in, you know, even as we grow older, even as like, I'm a 31 year old woman and just getting like side eye glances from people saying like, you don't want kids, you don't want marriage, like mm. what's wrong with you? And I'm just like, you know, if I was a man, this probably wouldn't happen. Never, never, never. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's like, why are you going to compare me to a guy? when we both have complete different um things that we grow up with or um go against with or we're completely different species 
you're a guy, I'm a woman. Like, what I go through, you will never go through that. You know, you don't go through periods. You don't go through pregnancies. You don't go through um, pain the way we do, you know? You you don't get pushed in saying, oh, actually, you shouldn't dress like that because it's going to be sexualized or whatever. We, You don't, but we do. Like, the, everything we do is like someone has to have an opinion on what we do. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it's a guy having an opinion on us. Like, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense. My um, Airbnb host the other day was this beautiful woman. She was like in her 70s, bless her heart. Like she was amazing here in London. And um, she was talking to me and she was like, yeah, me and my other friend went out to the pub the other day and she's my age. She's in her 60s, 70s. And she was wearing this like dress that was really showing off her legs. And I was just like, really? Like, why are you going to wear that? Like, we're too old for that. And I was like, I thought to myself, oh my gosh. Has society told you that like once you hit 60 or 70, you're not allowed to show off your legs anymore? <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's true. It's true. Like I guess we we tend to follow what society tells us to do. And by following, I mean I'm not saying that you, you should do bad things and hurt people or whatever, but it's like society is molding us to what they want us to be rather than be me being who I want to be you know and because of that we I guess we just go through the same pattern of when she read a certain age oh she's not married yet especially in the black community we have that a lot oh my god she's in the 30s she's not married yet like your your clock is ticking what, what clock are you looking at yeah because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I don't see one you know oh my, she doesn't have any children yet oh my god she's you know her beauty is going to fade soon so no man is going to look at her it's like pressure of you know you need to be married you need to have children you need we don't need anything i always say like as long as you feel good in yourself that's all that matters mm-hmm. that's all that matters and having those standards it's making the younger generation go and do things that they will later regret like you know teenage pregnancies or mm-hmm. um, being in a toxic relationship just because i need to be married at a certain age and it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous so i would say do what makes you feel happy as long as you're not hurting anyone else right yeah i completely agree and then i mean we we couple that right we couple what we experience in society from school from our peers and then we also add in you know, whatever traumas our mother or grandmothers faced that they didn't heal, um, that that was then projected onto us. I mean, girl, I'm 31 and still like my mom, I was literally, <laughs> me and my mom have had many conversations because I'm very spiritual and she like, she gets it for the most part, you know? Um, but literally the other day, because I always I always date the youngins, right? Like I have a thing for the youngins because they mm-hmm. climb trees with me and like be silly. And like, that's who I am as a person. I'm like 30 years old, climbing the tree, hopping in the shopping cart. You know what I mean? Like that's what I Enjoying life, basically. <laughs> right. Like I and I love that. That's a big part of me. And like I, I feel like my mom was like, Well, you know, you need to stop dating these youngins. You're not getting any younger, honey. And I'm like, um, mom, I'm not looking. I'm like, I'm just having fun. Yeah, it's it's just happening. Yeah. It's just happening. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, the the worst thing that you want to happen is you when you reach a certain age and you're like, oh my God, I just wish I just went for that job. I just wish I did what I wanted to do. I wish that I did this, I did this, instead of listening to what 
people gonna, what are going to say. Because regardless of what you do, good or bad, people are always going to talk anyway. Mm-hmm. People are always going to talk. It's not going to stop anyone from saying, okay, I'm going to be this good girl and I'm going to do everything what people are saying and, you know, just not do anything. People are still going to talk about, oh, she doesn't do anything. She doesn't do this. She, do she could have done better. Da, da, da. And when you do these things, oh, she's showing off. Like, why is she doing this? Like, oh, I wouldn't do that if I was her. People are always going to talk, but you're going to reach a certain age and time doesn't wait for anyone. The moment you reach that age, it's not going to be like, okay, let me just rewind time. It doesn't happen like that. If that's it. <laughs> and yep. then you will sit there and be like, oh my God, I just wasted my life away. Yeah. Or I got with someone just to, just to say that I was with someone, you know, like, I mean, that's the thing is we're not spinsters anymore. You know what I mean? Like we are queens. It is 2022. It's time that we stop putting ourselves in these boxes. Exactly. You know, I mean, even my grandmother, I went um, like last year and this is, and I can't even imagine. So like, I know the society or the pressures that I felt from society, from my, from my family and things like that. But if I were to couple that with also feeling like not good enough because of my skin color, oh my God, girl, like (laughs) my, my heart is with you. And like, that's just another reason we need to support more women of color because I mean, I, I know how hard it is to be a woman. I can't imagine how hard it is to also be a woman of color. It, it's, it's, it's like waking up in, in war every single day. Like you get judged every single day or you don't get picked because of the way you look. You don't get spoken to because of the way you look. And it's like, I have the potential. Like I have the skills, like I have the ability, the same abilities as the, the next person next to me. But because I'm, I look different, you won't pick me. Like it's, it's a battle. It's like, we're in a battlefield basically every single day. And I guess it's going to be like this for the rest of our lives, unfortunately. But again, like if you have a good positive community around you, it helps. It really does help like mentally, especially mentally, it will make you feel like actually though they're saying that I know that I have people who will back me I have a community of people who love me for who I am and with that community we can do you know we can do things together whereas when you don't have that community we hear about you know people going through breakdowns mental illnesses and some people are even suicidal and it's it's because of things like this like you don't feel like you belong anywhere and the sense of not having that, you know, feeling that you belong somewhere really eats to you. Maybe not in the beginning, but the longer you you are in that place, the more it will affect you. So, yeah, it, it's hard. It's a, it's a battlefield. Being black is <laughs> it's like have, you committed a crime, basically. Wow. And it's sad. Yeah. Wow. And I just feel like, you know, we just need to make the playing field equal you know we need to start bringing just everyone up that's been suppressed for so long and we don't do that by putting someone else down but we do that just by rising you know raising other people up and and consistently doing that you know um i think that the biggest misconception in our industry in the princess party community is that we need to put down the white girls in order to bring up the women of color and i'm like no we can have open beautiful discussions where you know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
where we can just have this open dialogue and talk about each other's feelings, each other's experiences and honor that and like truly have that, you know, understanding and that comprehension because a lot of the women, like I mentioned, that are portraying these, these like Pocahontas Jasmine as white girls, they just don't have the, the insight. They don't have the clarity as mm. to what it feels like to be someone, exactly. you know? And so they yeah. just need the education and the guidance. But when you do that through bullying and attacking, that mm. just makes them shut down. Exactly. It doesn't, I mean, when someone else is shouting and you're shouting as well, it doesn't solve the situation. But when you try to explain the reason behind what you you want to tell them like the reason behind you telling them oh actually it would be good if tiana was played as a actual black girl because you know black little, little black girls don't have that representation and by you portraying her as white makes it even more difficult it doesn't solve the situation maybe then someone will understand and say oh actually she's right like do i it's like them asking that for me to when someone says that to me it should tell me like oh actually do i want to be part of the change or do i not want to be part of the change if i want to be part of the change then i should do as she's she's basically explained to me not because she's forcing me but it's the right thing to do you know and this is little things like that the moment people understand that it's not going to be like oh you're playing the race card again it's like Listen, if it was about playing the race card, it would it wouldn't have been on this level. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it would have been on another level, but it's literally the little things that we can do to make a change will tomorrow be the big things, you know? So yeah. the more we, we, we're advocating for this and people actually try to understand where we're coming from instead of seeing it as oh playing the race card or whatever it's it's going to have a more bigger impact and the more people understand that the more um things will change hopefully for the long run because it's it's not today that we've started talking about it. it's been years but i guess it's it's a it's a long struggle it's a long struggle i think that if princesses make the change and i think that if we actively um, support children to be themselves and to feel accepted and loved. Um, I think that princesses themselves around the world have the capability of creating an intense impact yeah. in this world. Yes. You know, yeah. the generations of the future. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I mean, for me, I guess the, the, the costumes that we wear, because Again, people think, oh, she just wants to dress up, play dress up and go and see children. No, <laughs> I think the moment I say, okay, I'm going to go meet these kids, I want to make sure I look the very best because if I look really good and I go and meet them, they're going to be like, oh my God, wow. They, they, I, don't, I don't think kids look at skin color as much, especially when you're like this extravagant, you know, person in a costume, whether you're playing Cinderella, where you're playing, you're playing Pocahontas or Moana or, or Pemba the African princess, the moment you look your very best and you're making it believable, your, your, your message to them 
it's basically the second important thing. So when you tell them that like, you have to be good, you have to be nice to each other, you have to, you know, make sure you do things together, be kind, help each other, and tell them that you are beautiful. It doesn't matter who you are, how you look like, whether, you know, what backgrounds you're from. The words that you you you're 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 speaking to them will immediately have an impact because they already you already have their attention because they they want to be close to you they don't want to touch your your costume like when i wear the the gold um corset like oh is this real gold like they're literally touching like is this real gold like, it's real gold oh my goodness like you know so whatever happens next they will they will make sure that oh my god like the princess told me this i have to make sure i do this because if i don't i'm gonna be a bad person and i don't want to be a bad person because if i'm a bad person princess won't like me anymore so <laughs> you know it's it's not just a costume it's it's literally speaking life into a child you know making that that even that two minute moment that you have with them like the two minutes of you know the best two minutes of their life like they will never forget that no matter what character you're portraying but portray in such a way that even the parents will be like wow you was amazing <laughs> even i believed you and i've had parents say that to me so it has it really does have an impact it, and it's not just the costume but you just want to make sure you look really you look the part so that when you do speak it has an impact you know so yeah that's basically it that's amazing i completely i could i could agree with everything that you said like like absolutely everything i'm like yes queen yes queen, yes, queen. <laughs> and i just wish like i obviously this video i'm actually even going to post it on youtube because it's that fantastic oh thank you yes, everyone needs to see it um, and, uh, but for our listeners that are viewing on the podcast, I am going to put a link to the YouTube so everyone can see how beautiful Pembe is. Thank <laughs> you. Gorgeous. Thank Gorgeous. You. You're welcome. Okay. Before we sign off today, is there anything else that you would like to say to anybody that might be listening? Um, what I want to say, and I, I really believe in is do what your heart is telling you to do as long as you're not hurting anyone and this is i really have to put emphasis on that as long as you're not hurting anyone and i'm not talking about people feeling jealous about you but as long as you're not hurting anyone physically mentally or spiritually whatever do what makes you happy and don't listen to what other people are saying because if that's your calling and you're not gonna you know respond to that calling you may have missed out on such a big opportunity that may have changed at least one person's life. We're not here to say we're going to change, you know, we want to change the whole world, even though we want to change the whole world. But if we can change at least one or two people, like make them feel special with what you're doing, whether it's being a princess, whether it's catering, whether it's doing a podcast like Alexis, whatever it is that you 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 have a passion for, go for it because time is not waiting for anyone so yeah <laughs> beautiful beautiful and Pembe where can our listeners find you and support you okay so you can find me on Instagram uh TikTok Facebook and YouTube I'm trying to be more active on YouTube but you can find me on all those platforms and it's under Pembe the African princess beautiful perfect, perfect. 
Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate you. You look beautiful. Thank you for the beautiful conversation. And also just for like helping me expand my own awareness to all of the different beings that are living on this world and how I can fully support everyone. So I appreciate you so much for helping me become a better person. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such an honor. When I received your email, I was like, oh my God, someone actually wants to speak to me. <laughs> so thank you. You've made me feel very special today, honestly. Thank you. I'm so glad. Okay, well, hopefully I will talk to you soon in the Academy. And um, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too, Alexis. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by visiting me on Instagram at bippityboppityBankrolls or visit me on my website at bippityboppityBankrolls.com. I love and I adore you and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Have a magical day.